as we step into this week, my Mindful Monday mantra that's written all over my planner <laughs> is, I am not afraid of my fear. Hope. If you have hope, then that's the foundation. That's the fertile soil that everything else can grow from, right? What's up, party people? Welcome back to the podcast. So before we really jump into the episode, I've been thinking a lot, obviously, about the podcast. And I keep thinking about what is the podcast and like, what am I trying to do with it? And where does it go from here? And while I'm not really sure, I just wanted to like frame up some things I've been thinking about. So for me, the podcast started out really as just a way to share my story and to document my self-awareness, self-love journey. I think one of my gifts is vulnerability and authenticity to be able to step into that space and share, right? Like weird, hard things that no one talks about because that was such a pivotal piece of my story was those feelings and those moments, especially becoming a mother, I think really started when with becoming a mother where I felt so vulnerable and so alone. And I just no one was talking about things. So my goal was to share all of those things and create a safe space for women and to constantly tell my story and share my story. I think the part that I'm grappling with a little bit right now is that it feels like it's only about me, which I guess it can't be about anything else but about me because I'm the only person here. But I'm just thinking about that, right? So for me, the power in this is sharing my story so that other people feel seen and that everything that I go through even if it's not the exact same situation, that you can relate to it and apply it to something that's going on in your life. And I think I know that there's a huge amount of power in that because losing my job last week was a defining moment in my life. And I think it's going to be a defining moment in other people's lives because I truly feel like I can step into this space better than I've ever been able to step into a scary space before and create some fucking change and approach this with an attitude that most people can't approach scary things with, myself fucking included. Like, I literally don't even know who I am right now. (laughs) And I say this all the time on my Facebook Lives is I love to go back and watch videos of myself doing Facebook Lives because when I watch them, and I watch them with the sound off, right? Because it's still really weird for me to hear my voice. I watch them with the sound off and I look at that person. I'm like, who is that person? Like, how is that me? And I feel like I'm watching someone else. And I don't know why that's incredibly... um, empowering to me and it's kind of become part of my like self-love thing is to really look at myself and sometimes in my group I do those lives without makeup sometimes I do them with makeup so I get to see myself in all these different spaces but I know that I'm creating change in this space because I wanted to share something uh, quickly about my daughter. And like I talk about my kids and my husband a little bit, but I know I don't really go into them too much. Like I said, it's really always just about me because this was something that I created 
to share the things that I personally was going through. While it always ties back to them, it's not about them because everything in my life has always been about them. And that's kind of where I lost track of myself and not in a bad way and nothing towards them. That was me not realizing that I'm supposed to love myself too, just as much as I love them or even more so I can love them. So I just wanted to share something really quick before we really jump into the episode about my daughter. So if anyone listening knows my daughter, they know that she's spunky as fuck, right? She definitely is a little baby Katie, but she also has this side to her where she can be scared of her own fucking shadow and she doesn't like to do things out of her comfort zone. At least this is what she does with me. Okay, I've seen her in public (laughs) and she can be a completely different person, but in our house, she wants me to literally do everything for her. It's almost like she, like I've mothered her too much and she literally turns into this person who feels like she cannot do things by herself. And this is really just like in our house. Um, I'm sure, well, I've seen her do things in public where she doesn't realize I'm paying attention and like we all act different in public when we're not around our family and things like that. But um I've noticed a huge shift in her in this last week, right? Well, for one, obviously, she feels like this is the best thing that's ever happened to her because she has 24-7 access to me. And, um, you know, I don't, I'm not working. Well, last week we were on staycation, so it was completely different. Going into this next week that we're in right now will be the true week of me um, not working. But that has been very exciting for her. And, but the part that really blows my mind is I know that I've been showing up in this space stronger than I ever have. And I feel like something in me has definitely shifted and I am not letting the fear creep in and I feel really positive and I feel like I've been working up for this moment for a really long time. And I just feel like I'm letting off an energy that's so strong and so powerful. And And that's what I told my husband is like, I promise to only give off positive energy in this situation because if I want to attract my next steps and if I want my next steps to be part of the life that I really want, that has to come from a healthy, positive space. And I've just been like radiating this shit. I feel like a different person. So it's really starting to impact the people around me. And people have been telling me this shit for years. I'm like, okay, whatever. And like, you know, your kids are mirrors of you. But I have to tell you, my daughter has been doing things that she has never fucking done in her life. And I know it sounds like simple stuff, but she has been doing big things for her and like being very proactive. And she's shown a new interest in things in her house and just taking care of herself and just really doing things for herself that she's never done. Like she tried to do her own. Well, she didn't try. She did her own hair this weekend before going out to visit her grandparents. And that was such a new big thing for her. And she's helped me cook in the kitchen and she's got some kid knives and she's been cutting up fruit. And she's like this whole other fucking person. And at first, I was like, oh my God, this is so good. And, you know, and I had to talk to, with her about both of us doing brave new things and being brave and not scared. But what I didn't realize is it wasn't necessarily just that talk. 
It was her just watching me. It was her listening to me and her just feeling my energy. Like she's feeling that energetic shift and she is doing these things without me asking her to do them. And she's just stepping into that space. And I 100 fucking percent believe that is just the attitude that I've been showing up with and the energy that I've been putting off because she hasn't taken the initiative to do any of these things in the fucking last seven years of her life. And you cannot tell me that it's not related to me embodying a whole different energy that she has shown up every single day, multiple times in a day with this whole new sense of self that she's never had before. But I feel like I have a whole new sense of self that I've never had before. And for some reason, in losing my job, I feel like I've gained my self-confidence back. I don't know what that means. I don't know why, but I just feel that. And I don't know if it's because I realize that I have the power to control my emotions and my next steps. And that's the only thing I have control over. Because obviously I didn't have control over deciding whether or not I was going to keep the job or not. And then I think it was just a really big eye opener of, oh, that's right. I really do only have control of my energy. That's it. Plain and fucking simple. And now I had control to financially plan for this a little bit. I had control to mentally plan for this a little bit, but that's it. That's all I have control over. So anyways, I just wanted to share that story and kind of just start there. I know that's been like 10 minutes of me just talking about what I fucking think this podcast is about and things like that. But for this week, I'm really leaning into that because like I said, this week we're not on staycation. My husband will go back to his normal quarantine routine. We're all going to be going back to that normal quarantine routine, except for me. Now my kids will start school in a couple weeks. And I do think that this is another part of the blessing in disguise is that I get to help my kids navigate going back to school online. My son's going into middle school and I can't imagine transitioning into middle school during quarantine and online. And then, you know, my daughter's a little bit younger and she just needs that extra help. So anyways, as we step into this week, my Mindful Monday mantra that's written all over my planner is, I am not afraid of my fear. And what I'm doing right now with my fear is I am harnessing it and I am turning it into hope because I really believe that hope is the opposite of fear. I think love can be the opposite of fear too. What I feel right now is that hope is the opposite of fear and that this truly is a revolution of hope for me and that I know people are watching me right now, whether it's my family, my extended family, my friends, my old coworkers, whoever it is, people are watching to see what happens because there is a piece of them that resonates with me living now a lot of our biggest fears, right? A job loss is definitely can be a game changer to families and to your life. And they're watching that. And I told my sister that day, I said, I'm going to start a fucking revolution so that when we go through hard things that we can approach it with a different fucking attitude and really try to learn from it. And that's what I'm calling this is my revolution of hope. And I've just been thinking about that so much. And I was like, so instead of being scared, I'm just going to be hopeful. I don't have a fucking plan B, right? So right now, my plan B is hope. That's all I have. And I've been thinking about this so much. And I was 
in the bathtub and this is where all my great thoughts come either in the shower or in the bathtub i think it's the water and i was thinking back when obama was running the first time i think it was the first time shit i don't even know and one of his campaign slogans was that it was just hope and i can envision it in my head i'm sure you guys all can too the posters and it was just hope and that's all it was it was like if you have hope then that's the foundation that's the fertile soil that everything else can grow from right so as i've been thinking about this a lot i just feel like that's the word that's the feeling that just keeps coming up for me you know over the summer it was really just about love and it was really about self-love but now it's really about hope and what i'm learning what i'm feeling is that hope is just the foundation for change and if i have hope and that is that fertile soil then i can plant the seeds for the next chapter and that's where i can grow the love and the peace and the joy that i want to feel every day but if i don't feel hopeful and i only fear feel fearful nothing's going to grow in that fear well let me take that back shit will grow in that fear but that's just going to be stress anxiety depression that's what grows when i'm living in a state of fear and i've learned that and i've lived that and over the last two years i've definitely felt that and struggled with that and i didn't even realize this until this week is that when i feel hopeful my life takes on a different fucking energy and right now i feel really full of hope and i think you'd go back to like when you were young and you were a kid to me hope equals dreams and before you will just say tainted with adult shit you were hopeful right you had an idea of what your life is going to be like you had a vision or a dream in your head and you didn't really know what it's going to take to get there but you knew that you would get there and that you were just fucking full of fucking hope in life and that's kind of where i'm at right now is instead of feeling fear when new things come into my life i'm really going to try to approach them with hope i feel like it's sometimes it's like grasping for straws right when you don't know what's left but i really believe if i'm showing up with hopeful energy and not desperate energy that the straws i'm grasping are ones that actually make sense and that they're not ones that i'm just trying to do anything to survive and I've lived this, right? I've lived this financial fucking downfall in 2008 when neither one of us had a job because of the financial crisis. My husband lost his business and we had a brand new baby and we didn't have maternity leave and I wasn't working anywhere that could support that. So I've been through this scary shit financially, but I promise I just never want to fucking go back there. But that was the, probably the lowest point of my adult life. And I can just look back at that. And while now that's been about 12 years, I just look how far we've come and how we rebuilt our lives. And it's just proof to me that no matter what, you will be okay. And if you approach it with the right attitude, it will change. Because I was telling my husband about a conversation that we had back then. One of the big conversations that we had that I think where things started to really shift for us. And he probably doesn't remember it. But I do. And I was like, I remember we had this conversation and then we went and did this. And that was just like a turning point for us. But up to that point, like a lot of the shit we were doing was from desperate energy because we were young. We didn't know any better. I had no idea that, you know, the stock market could crash, you know, just like all those things. And I feel like we're kind of in that again with the pandemic. Like, 
I honestly can say I didn't even know what the fucking pandemic was <laughs> before it happened. So that's my story and my message this week is that everything that I'm going to do as I transition into this next chapter is going to be rooted in hope because if I do it from that place, I know it'll be okay. And I know that my energy and being me and being hopeful is enough because I see the way it impacts others. And I think that's what life is really all about. It's not about all those other things. It's really about how I feel inside and how the other people close to me and around me feel when they're with me. I don't want my family or my friends to ever be like, God damn, she's an energy vampire. I don't want to hang out with Katie. She just lost her job. She's so depressed. Like I never want to be that person. I don't think that's what I was put here to do. I truly believe that I was put here to do this, to do what I'm doing right now is to go through hard things and share them and try to approach them with a different mindset because literally shifting my mindset and all the mindset work I've been doing over the last year is the only fucking reason I can show up here today and tell you that I feel hope instead of fear. You know, some people have been asking me like, how can you feel so good? Like, what the fuck are you doing that's making you feel so good right now? And I'm like, it's the same shit. It's the same stuff I've always talked about since I've really started this journey. It's the mindset work. And I've, it's all really just come to full circle here with me is realizing that I really only control my attitude. And when I feel depressed and when I feel mad and stressed, the decisions I'm making, the way I'm talking to my family, the things I'm doing to myself, the way I'm talking to myself is shit. And I'm not actually changing the things I want to do. Like perfect example, if you feel depressed or sad about something, you know the things you should be doing. You know that if you get up and you go for a walk or you take a bath or a hot shower, whatever it is for you, that you will feel better. But for some reason, you just won't do it. Maybe that's just me, <laughs> but for some reason, like I just won't do it. But when I actually apply the things that I know make me feel good and I'm consistent with them, it really helps me. And like, this has just been such a true testament to that. I, I mean, I'm just like realizing it is really all about your mindset. So the things I'm going to continue to do to make sure I don't fall off this wagon and then I can show up and be this fucking brave fucking person that I was put here to be is I'm just going to keep doing the things I used to do and all the things I've ever talked about in this podcast, you know, styling and planning my weeks, like, you know, being intentional with how I want to feel. That doesn't fucking change because this, it actually only is more important. You know, I've been really digging in to trusting myself and by that, I mean, if I get a feeling and like get a gut feeling, I don't just dismiss it anymore. I think, okay, that's it. That's what I need. Like, I'll give you an example. And I know this sounds crazy <laughs> and woo woo, but our bodies are so knowledgeable and so powerful. And I guarantee this happens to you guys all the time. You just maybe don't pay attention to it. And I go through phases. Like, I haven't been drinking a lot of tea lately. And I really do like tea. And I think that tea can be really medicinal. And... I was walking on the steps and I just didn't really feel good. I also haven't been drinking as much water these last couple of weeks. And I was walking on the steps and I just had this overwhelming feeling of like 
go back to drinking tea, like start drinking tea more often. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start. Like, that's my body sending me a message that it needs the medicine from the tea, like whatever that is. I drink different kinds of tea, depending on where I'm at, my cycle and different things like that. These are all things I've been learning about. And to me, that's all part of my trusting myself too, is learning about my cycle, learning about my energies and really just embracing my body and just learning, really just fucking learning. (laughs) That's what's helping me and keeping me grounded right now is just learning about myself and trusting myself. And when I get those feelings, just knowing that they're right. I mean, nothing's wrong with drinking tea, right? So why not do it? It's not going to hurt anything. And my spiritual stuff, which you guys have definitely seen come out a lot more lately, is that I was already starting to share it, but obviously I'm definitely going all in right now because I really feel like I have nothing to lose. But I love um, my Oracle deck and I'm really enjoying learning tarot. It's super new and I'm just taking it day by day. And It's whatever makes you feel good, right? For me, it's the oracle. It's getting in tune to my body, trusting myself and knowing that there's a lot of power and magic within me and that I don't need to go outside of myself for that and just really leaning into the self-love journey. But it can be whatever that is for you. And lots of journaling and burning. Like this is my new fucking thing is, I mean, I've been journaling and that's really fucking changed my life. But the burning part has become really, really powerful for me. A, I get to be outside and I've really started to connect with just the feeling of being outside. Plus it's summer and I fucking love the summer. But when I have a feeling, good, bad, strong feeling like burning it in the fire pit has just become like this little ritual for me. And we all have rituals. We do things like this all the time that make us feel good. We just don't even think about it. And that one has just really been a game changer for me you know I've talked about a lot of big things that have happened in quarantine where I've burned I talked about my burning of my notebooks last weekend I talked about burning the letter I wrote to my grandmother when she passed away you know any of those things like if there's something that's really bothering me like I noticed that I was carrying way too fucking much what other people thought and that was the root of like holding myself back on everything so I wrote that down on a piece of paper journaled about it and burned it it's amazing try it you could burn it in the sink that's one thing that's where it kind of started for me as I was listening to something Gabby Bernstein um, was talking about and she said every New Year's I think it was New Year's she writes down like her intentions for the new year or her goals or whatever and she burns them over the sink so it doesn't have to be fancy it's just like whatever makes you feel good so that's where I'm at um approaching this with a hopeful positive attitude I'm leaning I'm fucking loving this mantra that I am not afraid of my fear that's so powerful but fear has its role right it has its place and I think if you can identify what you're scared of and move towards it and not be afraid of it you know, like when people say face your fears it's so fucking true like just this is something I've been scared of for a really long time. And now I'm getting the opportunity to face it. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's actually not as scary as I thought it would be as long as I show up as my best self. So whatever that is that you're going through, whatever that transition is that you're going through right now, because we're all going through them, whether it's a job loss for you, your spouse, getting your kids ready for the school year, quarantine in general, going back to work in quarantine, whatever that is, just remember you don't have to be afraid of your fear. 
you can face it. And that's my Mindful Monday mantra this week. But before I let you go, you know, I have some fun stuff. I have my tarot card that I'm studying for the week that I wanted to share with you guys. And I wanted to share my new journaling freebie that's up on my website. So you have to go to my website and download it. Even if you don't do the fucking journal prompts, it looks amazing. And just the design and the feel of it is enough to just make you fucking happy. So at least download it for that. But it's on my website at justrealize.com. It's in the header. It says freebie. You can click on it. There's a pop-up, all the things. But it's really just my journaling freebie. Like I was just talking about, journaling has literally changed my life. And that's what someone was like, you should do this. And I was like, okay, so like, how can I make it as easy as possible? And I just share that story with you guys. And that freebie is the things I do to make it super easy. Sometimes, most of the time, it's only five minutes of my day that I actually spend writing down things. Five minutes, and it has changed my life. So in that freebie, I just share those simple tips and tricks, the things I do to really get into journaling, and then my favorite journal prompts. And this one is specifically focused on overwhelm because overwhelm is my kryptonite, and it's the one thing that always makes me spiral down. And when I... So overwhelm is the thing that gets me to spiral down into those negative feelings, where hope is the thing that gets me to spiral up into those positive feelings. So the timing of this is really fucking perfect for me and hopefully for you as well. So you should definitely go download that. It's so cute and I love it so much and I'm so proud of it and I would love for you guys to give me your feedback on it and let me know what you think. But it's my favorite journal prompts for overcoming overwhelm. And I also included some of my favorite journal prompts for self-love, which absolutely 100% changed me over this summer. And I think you know that. So go check that out. And let's pull a card from the Rebel deck before we hop off and head into our week and see what kind of energy we need. Let's see. I'm just doing it live. Sometimes I pull it before the show, but then that just doesn't feel as authentic to me anymore. So the card from the Rebel deck that I pulled for this week as we head into it is you got a feeling you just can't shake that little voice inside you. Listen to that shit. (laughs) Well, that feels pretty relevant. I told you that one of the things that's really been helping me is trusting myself and listening to those gut instincts and those gut feelings. So I think the oracle has spoken and really just solidified everything I've been talking about. So just listen to yourself. Just trust yourself and just know that the power is really within you and you don't have to be afraid of your fear and everything lives and can be planted in the hope that's inside of you. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share it with a friend. And another thing I wanted to ask you guys I haven't really asked for a while is if you guys could leave a review on the podcast, that'd be amazing. And I would love to share it as well. So please go do that so that we can share the podcast with more people and get more women feeling good and stepping into their power. And let's connect. So thank you so much for holding and creating the space with me today.